All right, so like, what are you trying um, to do, nigga? Nah, you know, like, uh, fucking, damn, what's his name? <laughs> um, fucking, that's how you talk to your son. You know, you know the battle I'm talking about. Right? Oh, Aver. Aver. When he did that. Aver versus uh, Hitman Hollow. Yeah, that that battle's classic, and that hit well. You know what I mean? But it's like when I sometimes when I hear the hit that nigga Rex mixed in with a rhyme, it's like yo, like eat that nigga Rex. It's like I don't want to, I don't want to listen to that shit, man. You know what I mean? Not all the time. Uh, who wants to bring? Yo, it what's oh, going God. on, everybody? It's the Highly Advised Podcast. You checking in right now with three of your best friends. You know what I'm saying right now, you talking to right to me, Spence. My man's loud. My man's Nigel with me. What's going on with you guys, man? What's up? What's up? What's up? You oh, this is episode know. 13 too. Sorry to cut you off. Yes, sir. Episode 13. One, three. What's up? How are you guys doing? Yo, what's going on? You know, just hanging out, chilling, doing the thing. How have y'all been this week? Well, uh, it's, it's been a, actually, life has been good, but it has been one hell of a week. Um, Very eventful to say the least. Been reading this new 50 Cent book. It's actually on the Apple Music, uh, Apple Music right now, so you can listen to the audiobook. Uh, I think it's like hustle hard, hustle harder, think smarter. So, been doing that, working, just staying out the way. Same so, old bullshit. Facts, same here. Hey man, that's what's up, man. I'm still selling dope. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he was waiting to say that shit. You can see it in his face, man. He was so waiting. He was oh, waiting this to is, say that. <laughs> you could tell before he came on the podcast. He was like, out of the things I want to say today, this is the first thing I'm going to say. <laughs> Probably tell Lisa, like, yo, what if I say I'm selling dope? When they ask how I'm doing, it's like, what you been up to? Been still selling dope, man. <laughs> It'd be crazy if the feds came knocking at your door talking about, uh, hey, Mr. Fade. Uh, Open up. Man, I botched hey, that. <laughs> hey, Hey, Mr. Fade, uh, we'd like to talk to you. You're the bad guy, right? No, 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 no. I don't, I don't do nothing wrong, man. I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know nothing. That podcast, that's fake. It's fake like, news, man. Yeah, get on the ground and shut the fuck up. We got you. Right? I'll, I'll be like the man from Tourette. I'll, I'll just vanish. <laughs> Stupid, man. Like, oh, he came from the future or some shit like that. Like fuck out, like fuck out of here. How's your week been though, man? It's been good. It's um, uh, I mean personally, it's been good. I mean it's nothing bad. My daughter, she finished school, so she's hey. officially nice, nice. a first grader now, which is good. Ooh, that's what's Congratulations. up. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh, Thank you. A soundboard, give her a standing standing applause. Yeah, we need we need something like that, like a little like sound sound something or other. Yeah. Or know something we can just have you clap the whole way through. <laughs> yeah, don't do nothing else. And when I point, <laughs> no, no speaking. <laughs> yeah, no speaking for the podcast. When I look at you, I'm a point, and you just gonna start. You just gonna clap. All right. We don't need your opinions. None of that. Just make sure you're ready to clap when we need you to. Like it's when, like when, you, uh, when somebody makes a good point, you clap for them. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, Yo. shut the fuck up. <laughs> you watch um. I, don't, I think it was from Candyman with a, uh, I guess they was going to say his name and the chick was like Oh yeah, 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 yeah She's like, uh-uh, like uh-uh. Yo, that's what, yo, soon as I was like Well, I think That's not what you're here for 
I, 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 that was hella loud too. I'd be off the podcast fast, like <laughs> not. Nah, no, nah, I'll be on my Suge Knight shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, hang me out on window, like yeah. <laughs> you say you gonna quit, huh? It's like, it's like, yeah. It's like, oh, what you? Oh, oh, you trying to go to heaven? Oh, you trying to quit? Like you trying to quit life? <laughs> Jesus, man. My week's been interesting, y'all. Damn, we didn't even ask you, but y'all, how's your week? Yeah, I was, I was waiting. Hey, you're not even on here for that. I was, I was waiting for somebody to ask me, but no, nobody, nobody asked. So I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna we don't care. Going. We don't care. But would y'all, would y'all like to hear what happened this week? Not really. So anyway, La. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, let, let me stop playing with you. Uh, all right. What, what the fuck you been up to, man? So my week's been interesting. Um, you know, all of us out here have our jobs, and um, I got a call from my manager not too long ago. Said, "Hey, uh, Nigel, you know, we've been doing a good job." You know, so I asked her. I was supposed to get a promotion. I was supposed to be uh, get a new title for my job. Essentially, she yeah. said. She said, "Yeah." So about that, uh, you're That's not getting shit. it. Not you're not getting that. Not only that, but we're cutting some of your pay. Jesus. Yeah. So um, I was essentially what I said was, "So you're telling me that I need to start looking for a new job?" And, <laughs> and she was no, nah, because it's like, look, uh, that happened to somebody else. They took a third of his pay. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah. Yo, what do you expect it? What type of response do you think you're gonna get from a person when you do something like that? No, the response is, all right, well, you told me to put in my two weeks. That's that's the response. So I'm currently um, you know, on the job market again, you know, and you know, hopefully hopefully something, you know, will come up soon. But I have a feeling that uh I'll We already I'll talked about this. We already talked about this. What are you talking about? You, you, we already told you what you're gonna be doing. Oh, you, focusing yeah. strictly on the podcast, I'm gonna quit yeah. working, right? Yeah. <laughs> as soon as the podcast starts paying for my bills, you know, I'm I'm all, more than down for it. Patreon, man, you better. Uh, you know what I'm saying? If you if you work hard, we can all eat. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But so yeah, I was like, so what y'all be doing on the podcast? I don't do nothing. I just show up. I talk. Tell Nigel, yo, you got all day, man. Make it happen, Nigel. Why'd you move back in with your mom? Like, the funny story. <laughs> the podcast was the most important thing that I was working on, so I had to had to quit everything else. Imagine you doing that. Your mom, you tell your mom like, "Oh yeah, so um, she's saying, oh, so you gonna? Uh, I need rent. Yeah, I ain't really got no money right now. I'm just focusing on the podcast. So where you gonna live? Oh, I need to live here. I need an electric. I need to use this electric, this water, and this internet for free." And can you upgrade the internet for me, please? Man, like I, I'm not, I am by no means rich. You know what I mean? Like I am blessed with a decent job, and you know, I I make a I make a little bit of money. But if you tell anybody that they're about to lose a fifth of their pay, I'm expecting them to leave. I don't care what job you're working. Yeah, yeah, that's a, a fifth of your pay. That's crazy. Yeah, whatever whatever a fifth of your pay is for your job. Like, just imagine that. That is easily a bill. Yeah, shit, bro. That's more than just that's yeah. It's a bill. That's a bill and some. That's a bill and some. So, and just that's imagine a like a vacation. That's a that's a man. Listen, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. And then they also took my leadership position away. Huh? Yeah, they took my leadership position away. They put me under the worst lead on the team. Uh, this is said, why you wanted people to ask you how your day, how your week been. 
man i've been fucking stewing over this shit for the past few days like don't get me wrong like you know i i am i am very thankful for the position i'm in i'm i'm a blessed guy but i know that i can do better so i will period thanks yeah yes sir no need to stand somewhere where where they trying to cut you short man yeah they don't appreciate me clearly they don't so it's funny because i asked my boss i was like hey is there any way that uh you know, we can put in something to fight this. And she was like, well, we actually can, but it doesn't look like it would go through well. So we're just not going to try. What? AKA, I was like, a- all right, bitch, peace. Like, a- you know? AKA, AKA, we really don't want to fucking help you. Right, yeah. exactly. So I'm just like, you know, I don't I don't need that shit. Like, I will I will take my services elsewhere. Thank you very much. You know, it's been cool, but I'm, I'm done. Nah, they said, yo, yo, just leave us. Yo. Hey yo, you think I can, you, you guys said I'm doing good. I'm gonna do this. So how are we gonna fix this? Psh, ain't nothing we can do for you, man. You just you know you're gonna have to figure it out. I know someone did tell me, like one of the CEOs of a company had had to take like a fifty percent pay cut. Man, but you're talking like millions of dollars. You're probably talking about a couple, um, probably about a million dollars or so. Yeah, I'm sure that they they won't be hurting too bad. Like this shit hurts me. <laughs> like this shit hurts me a little bit. So I'm like, okay, well, I gotta. I wish I was making millions of dollars. That'd be great. No, nah, I'm not. Not you know. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no ramen, man. I've never really liked ramen noodles, so I mean, like, what? well, you can. Me and Lau, you know, we were working at Walmart, you know, at oh. one point in time in life, and I, he was actually it's a funny story. So when me and Lau used to live together, we ate um, Little Caesars pizza every day for like a solid month. <laughs> Because it was oh cheap. It was cheap. We ate it. We ate it every day. At breakfast, <laughs> lunch, dinner. Every Duh, day. Your insides had to hate you. Yeah. I, I haven't ate the shit since. Like I don't think <laughs> I have. Like it's like, if I did, it was because I was low on money again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know y'all had to save so much money doing that. I've That's worked all. hard. I've worked hard to get into the position where I'm at right now, and not do that. So I I will not go back to the Caesars, man. Nah, man, I'm I'm not too good for anything. Like if I if I you want the bougie, the bourgeois, the bourgeoisie. I'm not too (laughs) good. Where's the Umar? (laughs) (laughs) The bourgeoisie. I just I just can't do that, man. Like you know, like it's like I said, I've worked hard to get to where I where I am, and I just expect better. That's all. You know, if I'm I'm not above eating Little Caesars, but I don't prefer it. That's for damn sure. And if I had to do it, I would do it, but I don't have to, you know. I feel you. Uh, if you do have ramen, right? It's gonna probably sound nasty when I tell you this. This is the way you eat it. You don't eat it. Don't eat it the way how people always eat this shit. What you do is you cook it in the um in the water or whatever. The only person I've ever seen eat ramen raw was fucking Lau. <laughs> what? That's the only person I've ever seen eat, eat the shit straight out the bag. Like, yo, yeah, that's right, because you were seasoning the joint like you treated yeah, it like, like potato it chips. chips. Yeah, shit was yeah, like, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on, man. This man like yo, like you on the block or something. <laughs> like, so like, yeah, man. So what you eat noodles? Yeah, man. It's the shrimp flavor ones, man. You can't get these in the store, man. Flavor. flavor tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So where where would y'all like to start off this week? The end of those. Um, <laughs> shit, man. I mean, we it's been a lot going on this week, man. Like, I don't know if you've been keeping up, but like, you know how there's been like, um, like 
Dave Chappelle has some like he put out a new special, right? Okay. But like before we get into it, like you like well during his special, I don't know if you noticed that he had like everybody sectioned away like six feet apart, right? Okay. So still practicing social distancing. Well, I guess because of stuff like that, like Travis and like I'm not sure if you heard, but some comedians are actually doing it where they had people, they were telling comedy while people sat in their cars and they will honk. Yeah, he brought that up funny. Right. Yeah. So um yeah. I remember hearing about it like last week or something. But Travis Porter, they did a parking lot concert and it was like a crazy concert. Like they pulled up to a parking lot on top of a bus, like a school bus or something like that. And they performed on top of a school bus. And like some random parking lot, it must have been like a hundred people out there. Chicks was on top of cars shaking ass. I was like, yeah, I was like, damn, I didn't even know they were still lit like this. I, I believe it because when they were popular, like girls really seemed to like gravitate towards their music. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, we actually, I think we knew we knew a couple of people that was like that that liked Travis Porter. Yeah, like I'm about to send you. Um, I'm about to send it to y'all on Instagram. Y'all got to check it out. Yeah, like I think Jones definitely loved Travis Porter. And on top of it, like I don't know, they had some hits like Breakfast at the Waffle House. Yeah. No, so was it called no, it's called Waffle House, I think. Breakfast at the Waffle House. Can I get a biscuit? Can I get a sausage biscuit? That's when Waka Flocka gave us some some of his best bars. You see how crazy the turnout is for them to just go park to do a sold a sold out parking lot. Oh, that shit's cool, Concert. man. Yeah, I I won't look at this guys. Yeah, this shit is crazy. I, I, I'm real curious to see what's going to happen with like other artists if they'll try to figure out a way of, like, imagine someone like Drake doing some shit like this. Damn, you're not going to watch the video I sent? Nah, bro. You know why I can't watch that type of shit. Why? Like, I like, I like you know, to uh, you know admire the female anatomy. So, but, uh, you know why I can't, man? You know, I'm going to make, I'm going to make a lot of people upset if I, if I start mentioning inappropriate topics you know you know i'm a holy man okay. shut the hell up <laughs> you're a holy man fuck out of here yeah man el, el chapo don pablo he's really holy you know that come right. on right <laughs> cat well what did y'all think of the uh the dave of the, shit? yeah the dave chappelle special i liked it i thought it was pretty good <laughs> yeah i just read your comment <laughs> i liked it i thought it was pretty good I thought, you know, you definitely you made some strong points about things, and I know people is gonna be, he's gonna definitely have detractors from that shit, but it was really good, and I suggest everybody definitely watching it. It's only gonna take twenty some minutes of your time. Well, no, I was just gonna say, like, you know, Dave Chappelle, like, really, when he gets in his bag and starts to really talk about social issues and just things that he cares about. He's just a really good speaker, along with being a funny comedian, you know? Yeah, that's a fact. Like, Dave Chappelle, like, he has, he he finds a way of making his comedy, to me, they're TED Talks, if anything. Yeah. Where he's kind of giving, he's always done his whole career. Funny enough, actually, I was thinking, I was actually thinking about one of his comedy sketches earlier this week, before eight forty eight minutes and 46 seconds came out, where he had talked about, how cops like will kill a black person, right? And it reminded me of the Breonna Taylor thing, where because you remember how they were saying like how like the cops broke in because they heard it was like a burglary or something like that or the drugs or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, 
you remember the Dave Chappelle joint where he was like, you know, he was like, it's not safe to call call the cops as a black man because you can call them and say, I think someone broke into my house and they will come in your house. They'll come into your house, kill you. And they'd be like, hmm, that's odd, Johnson. Apparently he put up pictures of him and his family all through the house after he broke in. Huh. Let's sprinkle some crack on him. All right, yep. open and shut case. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, that's like the uh, what, what happened with that one shooting where the um, female officer broke in the guy's house, shot him in his own house. And said, "Oh, I thought yeah. it was. I thought I was breaking into my apartment and made a mistake. Oh, that shit. Y'all remember that shit happened? Uh, yeah, last yeah, year. yeah last year. Like, was it last year or was it two years ago? It was last year. No, I th- I think the incident happened before last year, but I think the case was last ended year. last year. Yeah, mm. and it's just uh, it's just unfortunate that he was he was in his own house and got shot. It's yeah. it's a shame. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like that's." That's taking fear to the ultimate level. Like to imagine not feeling. Botham Botham Jean, was his name. You said Botham Jean. Yes, B O T H A M Jean. Oh, got you. Botham Jean, rest in peace. Yeah, man. Did she end up going to jail for that? You know, I'm honestly not sure. I'm gonna look into it after we get done recording, or I might even look into it now if I really want to know. I believe I believe she did. But I don't think she has like a super extreme sense. Probably not. It probably was like manslaughter or some shit. I think it was to the point where they they really tried to defend her, but they were but it was so bad that they just had to let it go. Even though outside of that one, I'm surprised Dave didn't bring that one up during his special because he was going he was reflecting back um, on who was it like Chris Dart not Chris Darden um, Chris Dooney I want to say. I believe so. Yeah, I think it was Chris Dooney or yeah. something like that. Yeah. He re- reflected on on the ex cop and ex. Uh, I think it was an ex Navy or ex military. I remember when that whole thing happened, and just the way watching that situation, but even watching the Dave Chappelle special, it makes you realize like how things really are. Um, or even like John Wick. Y'all remember John Wick last year, right? You you don't. Oh, okay. So John Wick was. Um, he was a dude out of Philly that I guess they had called the cops on like a, it was like a domestic abuse thing. I guess him or his girl, all right. Somehow he made the police think the situation was happening upstairs. You remember this, it happened in Philly. And when the cops got upstairs, he started letting off like an AK 47 into the roof to try to like shoot the police. Jeez. Yeah. Like that, that was like a real crazy thing. They, the internet, I forget what his name was, but because they cap, they actually was able to capture him and he went to jail. Like I don't know what happened with his sentence or anything like that, but they, the internet, dawned him to be um, John Wick or whatever. I, I oh, remember hearing see, something about it, but I wasn't sure of the details. Yeah, I was confused because I thought he was talking about the fucking movies. I was like, yeah, you know, and then. I didn't realize he was talking about a real life situation. <laughs> yeah, this happened in Philly last year, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I think they called him Joan Wick or something like that. It was a real crazy situation. Amber Geiger but, uh, got sentenced to 10 years, by the way. Five yeah, 10 years, years. Five years without parole. That shit is crazy. Yeah, no, that she is crazy. She deserves that shit, man. If, if I were to break into your house and kill you, I'd go to jail for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. Without, without question, and you say to yourself, you start to say to yourself, like, yo, how does something like that happen? And then when you listen to like even Chappelle stand up and say, 
as he recounts different times in history where these situations have happened that you just say like, how does this happen again and again? Yeah. And I, the thing that was admirable, admirable about his was just the way he, he, he took about it on his platform because a lot of times, which is very annoying to me, and I don't really understand it to some extent, why people feel the need for celebrities to give their opinion on stuff. Actually, that was something I wanted to talk about too. Um, but I'll get to it. But celebrities sit in a, a different pocket where they, they find ways of not, talking about something because they don't want it to hurt their relationships or their money so at the end of the day i'm not saying that's right or i'm not saying it's right or anything i'm not justifying it but at the same time you shouldn't listen to you shouldn't wait to look for celebrities but they've even broke that down by just talking about how um spoiler well man listen it's if y'all haven't heard this shit yet y'all should have listened to it yeah Um, just a good talk like definitely everybody should hear it just for the sake of just hearing what he has to say about you don't you don't need to hear from Dave Chappelle, but he explains it in a good way. Yeah, like and yeah. and I say and I mean that in terms of like spoiler alert. Like if <laughs> if it's a spoiler alert, you might want to check the captions for the timestamps. Um, like I, I, my thing is this though, like with Dave Chappelle, his shit. You say to yourself like the man's a genius at the way. If I don't know if you pay attention to how he actually crafts this shit up when he does his standups. Like when you first started watching it, right? Were you trying to figure out where you was going, where he was going with it? Like you had an idea by based off the title, but like he starts it off with like the whole earthquake thing. Yeah. And you see like, okay, you're like, to me at first, I'm like, okay, I get what you're doing, but where exactly are you trying to take me with this? And then next thing you know, he hits us with, oh, for, it was like 30 seconds. And just imagine the fear and pain that I was in, but he put his neck on somebody for eight minutes and 46 seconds. And it's like his transition, like I paid attention to that with Chappelle for some years. Like his transition game is just immaculate. Through the roof. Like he, yeah. he's really great at it. He was talking about how his uh how his dad was yelling out for his grandmother and then even talked about that more towards the end as well. Like he yep. he's really good at just making it all full circle. Exactly. Just the way he related the whole situation of how when his when his father was calling out for his mother and saying or his grandmother and saying like how that was a slave like his that grandmother was a slave yep. so like he knew that he was going that's how he could indicate that his father was about to pass was crossing over and yep. the same with George Floyd with that situation like for me personally I'm be honest I watched clips of the of that eight minutes and forty six seconds. I can't, for me, I personally, I can't stomach watching the whole thing just because of like, it's just a, it's a real sick situation. It's torture porn. That's what it is. Sheesh. Yeah. No, that's, that is what his murder is. It is torture porn. Like to see somebody just on the ground for that long and and eventually die. Like it's torture porn. That's what it is. Like for me, it's, it's the. It's the the Philando Castile death is the one that gets me because like his daughter's in the backseat and I, I saw that and almost cried. I was just like, damn, like I, I felt terrible, like watching it. I was just like, I I couldn't imagine, you know, how the the mother felt in that situation. Mm. Uh, just gonna be scarred for life. Like it's it's crazy. That's a fact. I just don't like how people make fun of that shit. You know, Dave Chappelle hit the nail right on the head saying. When a nigga is calling for his mother, he knows he's about to fucking die. Like that shit is 
real life serious. It's not a fucking joke. But you're going to have people like, you know, pussy ass Candace Owens that Dave Chappelle even got on. That's like, oh, well, he's a he's a criminal. He did this. He did that, which has nothing to do with anything. But motherfuckers, they they love they love defending racist shit. They do. Yeah, I um, I remember. I think I I I didn't say I didn't say her name, but I think it was probably like two or three episodes ago when we had started talking. When we had that, I think it was episode ten when we talked about George Floyd. I had I was referring to some comments that I seen with her because I had seen that clip and someone like her is just like it's real distaste distasteful seeing something like that where someone can say like she brings up she brings up his his crime his criminal record from 1998 or 99 all the way to 2014 when he gets out of jail and says oh because I'll never forget watching this she says oh. He had claimed to move to Minnesota to start a new life until he didn't have any issues with the, the police officers from 2014, all from when he got out of jail in 2014, all the way up until he was murdered by the police. He's still a criminal. And I'm like, dude, what? You make no sense she's whatsoever. A, she's a sellout, man. She's, she's a sellout, idiot. bitch. Man, fuck, call her where she is. She's a selling out, bitch. She's a fucking coon. And I don't I just don't understand man fuck her. I don't I don't understand how that means anything and what happened to him. Yeah, exactly. The nigga wasn't you know, he, he didn't have a, a pistol on him and he was rolling around trying to pull it out. This nigga had nothing. He was unarmed. And the racist motherfucker had his fucking knee on the back of his neck trying to perform a fatality. You know, and he was sitting there. He was cool with it. Then you had the fat, tubby Asian man, the other officer that was just sitting there. You know, he was cool with it, too. And then she's sitting there and saying, oh, well, he's a criminal. I don't defend him. I don't know why people are supporting him. Like, fuck you, bitch. Are you for real? Like somebody with a name, somebody with the presence. And that's what you worried about. And that's how you, you really like you're not for us at all. That's I she has, Fuck no, her. Empathy. She has yeah. no empathy and that's what it is Fuck her. when things like when people react like things to things like that it makes me not feel bad for them when things happen to them yeah exactly and the issue with her is like even like she tried to justify that situation by saying there was a because you know how they try to say he was on fentanyl or something like that some bs like that they try to say so they were trying because they were trying to say like the cops when they came up to him he was on some type of drug or some shit like that but that didn't seem to, that didn't seem the case when he's trying like when he's telling you I can't breathe. He doesn't look like a person. He doesn't look or sound like a person that's just high out their mind. Like we've all seen someone like that. We've all seen people like that, whether it be in, in in real life or just through videos on the internet. Like you can distinguish what's real and what's fake. So like I don't buy I don't buy that shit whatsoever. But like even with Candace Owens, I I tried actually listening to her because she did a um, Joe Rogan probably about two years ago. And because yeah. I'm real curious, because a lot of times when people have that type of mentality, it always kind of stems from some event. Exactly. Like what, whether you weren't deemed quote unquote black enough. So you found that you, you were better off just rebelling and going. So you found where it, you'd be, you would be better off going somewhere else. 
and associating yourself with another party. But she was just her story was crazy because she had told she had said to Joe Rogan how like I guess she started dating a dude and her male best friend or something like that was a gay boy was a gay guy and well i would say boy in this case because they're like teenagers i guess him and like three of his friends called her phone calling her like the n-word and saying they're gonna hang her and all of this stuff and she says it's not a hate crime it's just some kids being acting dumb because i guess the kid her, her gay friend was upset or some shit that that he stopped hanging that she stopped hanging out with him to be with her boyfriend so she said she told the her teacher and her teacher made a big thing and come to find out one of the kids was actually the son of the governor or the mayor of the, of the state of Connecticut or the city that she lived in. And it blew up into this big thing. And she was like, Oh yeah. She was like, I realized then that this is just all it's the media blows things out of proportion because it became national news, all this other stuff. And I'm just like, dude, like, like even Joe Rogan was trying to tell you, you know, that's a hate crime, right? She was like, it's not necessarily a hate crime. People just like labeling things. And I'm like, yo, you sound dumb. And my mom's just saying, you sound dumb. And she's a very articulate. She's very articulate. She's a very smart woman. Or uh, I wouldn't even Fuck call her, her smart. Fuck I wouldn't her. call her. I wouldn't call her smart. But I say that to say, she's she's the idea of of what some some what some would say excellence is, right? And the way that she carries herself and the way she's able to speak. But then it's just like she says like like horse shit out of her mouth. And that's when it's just like, yo, you're just an idiot. You're an idiot that just knows how to speak well. She's she's a person who can speak well with terrible views. views. Dave Chappelle said it on his thing. Yeah, he did say it well. She's she's so she's so articulate, she can tell you how dumb she is precisely. Yes. Jesus. She's fuck her, man. I that shit is just not cool. It's not cool at all, man. It's not, man. It's but not cool. I don't expect it to get um I don't I don't really expect things to really uh die down anytime soon because we had another situation in Atlanta with Richard Richard Brooks. So that situation was crazy, right? Because this this nigga he he's sleeping inside his car at the Wendy's drive thru and the employees call the police. And then apparently the police they they did a sobriety test. And then this he failed it according to what I read. He failed it, so they like wrestling this nigga. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna say because I watched the video this morning. It was because I only saw a part of it, and I can only comment on that part that I saw. Yeah, well, I watched the I watched from only part. The video that I watched is like two or three, like three minutes, I think. He's talking to the officer. He tells the officer like pretty much like, "Hey, yeah, yeah, I've been pretty much telling officer I've been drinking." I don't know what what I was drinking, but I did have like one or two drinks. Um, he was like, "My sister lives up the street. I can just well, I'll walk to my sister's house. My sister lives like across the street from here. I'll walk to her house because he was pretty much trying to avoid going to jail, essentially." And the officer was just like, "Him and the officer were just talking for a little bit. He didn't have his hand. He wasn't uh, handcuffed or anything like that." The officer had searched. They searched him to make sure he didn't have anything. He was clean. He had some money. He had some money, so he probably came from a strip club or something. Because the officer was just like, "Oh, why do you got so much money in your pocket?" He's like, "Oh, that's all." He's like, "What is that? All ones?" He was like, "Yeah." He's like, "It's just a bunch of ones, probably from coming from a club or some shit like that." And 
I guess somewhere along along the lines, the officer was like, well, I need to give you a sobriety check. I need to check to see if you've been drinking. So he ended up, I don't even think they got to the point, but I think next thing you know, it became, it just went left after that. Cause they try to like handcuff him. Like I, I believe they were trying to handcuff him or something. And then like, they kind of, I guess they got in a tussle or whatever, because I'm looking at it through a body cam. And for some odd reason, the body cam just is laying there. And then next thing you know, you, oh, that's what it is. You see where I guess he tries to take the taser from the officer because the officer, because he's resisting. And I guess the officer uh, tries to take the taser. I don't know. And he takes the taser from the officer, I believe. And I guess they're on the ground and then he gets up and he runs off. And next thing you know, you hear the shots that ring ring out. But it was clear that it was a clear indication that it was like, okay, he didn't do anything. He, what they'll try to say is from looking at the, the clip on Wendy's, the Wendy's camera, it looked like, I guess, as he was running away, he t- turned around. Exactly. Cause, that's that's cause he had the tape. Yeah. Cause he had the taser gun. I didn't watch the part when they shot him. I'll be honest with you. I, I'm sorry. I can't. I don't really want to keep watching people being murdered on TV, like or on the internet. It's just it's something. It's just something that you don't want to grow desensitized to. Yeah, just I, messing I, with your psyche day to day. Me personally, I didn't really see much of the video. I only saw what looked to be you know him aiming the taser back at the cop, and I guess afterwards, like he got shot in the back. But if you if you know anything about the rules of self defense, if you shoot somebody in the back. That cannot be rural self-defense. That's exactly. just the way it goes. <laughs> exactly. It's not it's not self-defense. At that moment, when you're shooting someone in the back, you're hunting for them. Exactly. To me, that's what that is. Only time it is fair game to shoot anything that's running from you is probably an animal. And even then with animals, you want to shoot them when they're still. You don't shoot, you're not you shouldn't be shooting a person that's running away. Like with the situation, like with that situation, you see something like that. How does that happen? Or even the other countless times where you've seen people being shot that don't look like, uh, don't look like Rashad Brooks. They get, they get tased or they get, they find a way of, even like Dylan Roof, he gets taken to Burger King before going to jail because he's hungry after he's murdered people in a, in a, in a church after praying with them, after they prayed over him. The sad truth of it is, is that I'm pretty sure that they're going to find a way around that. And it's, I, I really hope they don't, because I feel like that's something that should be investigated a little bit more. No, I do not. They, I don't think this, this is one of the ones you is going to be hard to. This happened in Atlanta, in a black neighborhood, I believe. Like with a black mayor, with a city that has a black mayor that called for him to become, um, they asked him to step down. So he was fired. The officer was fired. But, and that was also because of the pressure that the the mayor put on on the police officers as well on the police department so the the chief resigned the Atlanta police yeah chief yeah. resigned and then the other person that was involved in that situation he was put on administrative leave because they know yeah. they were wrong that's the thing I'll, I'm, I'm hoping that that case is is done civilly Be, well civilly but also done in the correct manner because it's just the flaw of the system where you where they tell you you'll be um you're supposed to be a trial in a court of your like your what is it like yeah pretty much the people that are going to be your judge that's going to make the judgment is uh 
like your own people that look like you essentially are people that are your peers right yeah so i'm hoping that but typically that doesn't happen a lot of times in certain areas because you'll have a lot of a lot of minority you'll see a lot of times with minorities the jur the juries will not be people that look like them that are from their neighborhood that can vouch to say if this is right or if this is wrong it's typically someone that comes from a different part of the of of the of that city or whatever that has a different look at things so if that if that was to be taken on trial i would hope it would be done with people that can be on the jury that are from that neighborhood you know that can that's in that area since it's, since the crime happened in that area but the way the system is is kind of shaky that's why we got to keep on protesting we got to you know stay out there and keep on fighting for what we believe in making you sure saw. that what, uh -huh. what what's going on no, I was gonna say. Well, you talking about protesting? I was gonna say. Did you see about the protesting in um in Atlanta? What's going on? Like they ended up shutting down I seventy five. Like what protesters ended up getting on I seventy five, which is a major highway in Georgia. Like the same way ninety five is for us, that's what seventy five is slash eighty five is for them. Okay. So like they got on seventy five, and they blocked all the seventy five. They blocked all of 75. One of the, I'm not sure what way the traffic was going, but they blocked one one side of 75. And you could literally see traffic block of, like piled up all the way, that all the way to the back that looked like it had to be like almost a mile long, if not more of just traffic. But it was a protest for Rashad Brooks. In addition to that, there's, well, they're not saying there is video of it, of the Wendy's and where the where that crime scene ha happened, that people put it on fire, that they burned the Wendy's down, they burned that Wendy's down as well. But just like a lot of this looting stuff, you see where apparently I think CNN was trying was actually on the ground when this happened, like when people were like smashing up the Wendy's or whatever. You can see where I think CNN, like people were taking, like it was pretty, pretty much the people broke the camera of CNN, the people, the news reporter from CNN, they broke his camera because they were trying to get him not to be able to, they were trying to stop him from filming it. Though people were filming it on their phones, which was weird in itself because it's a crime, but that's the internet. And you see where it's a, a Caucasian lady that actually throws the the bomb or whatever it is, the fire that burns the, the building down. Molotov? Heard that. Like a Molotov? Yeah, something like that. Like I don't know if it was a Molotov or what. I know it was a rag, but it probably it could it probably was a Molotov if anything. But she was the one that threw it in there. She started the fire. So my whole thing is, and you had people that was there protesting and whatnot that saw that that was trying to tell those people not to do that. That's not what we're here for. Just like Dave Chappelle said, like when situations like that happen, that's the street speaking for what's going on. It's just an unfortunate situation in the city of Leeds. Yeah, I'm not sure if y'all saw, but they're trying to make the uh, KKK, which I didn't know this. Fun fact, the KKK is not known as a terrorist group. Yeah. What you didn't know that? Didn't know. I thought they were. I mean, nah. I figured we all knew that they were at least a hate group. Mm -mm, that's not by, no, 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 no. They're not labeled that by um by the government. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Surprise, it's, surprise. Yeah, it's not so. It, it is, but it's because, but it's the irony of it is because you know the Black Panthers was considered a, a terrorist group, right? Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah, but that was always the big. That was always a thing about it. Like, yo, how can they not be in 
the government how how can the how can the black panthers be but the kkk can't be yeah I know but of course it shows you america the black panthers they get a lot of hate for uh for different reasons and it's bullshit you know i think that's just the way history played out for us but it's just it's just crazy when you think about it and you just know how things have actually went down yeah that's a fact that's a fact like Things need to change, and I think things will change. Um, I just don't know to what capacity. The other night, I was hanging out with Gilroy. He had like a a solid theory about it. You know, I definitely want to give him credit. He was saying that as each generation go by, certain things are going to start to phase out, and so things like you're going to have the old, old, super hardcore racist people they're phased out now granted they have kids so they're going to be there but eventually they're going to phase out so it's going to get to a point where racism is going to be low now Gerber also said that we might not be alive to see like a real real change but his theory was you know eventually it will happen in a lifetime it i agree i think i agree to some extent like i think it will happen eventually and I agree with the whole. I agree with the whole thing about um, like the shit phasing out because eventually it does. It phases out in terms of how hardcore and publicly how people publicize their their bigotry and racism. And I think I think it changes over time just because there's more equal opportunity in this country now than it's ever been before, yeah. and it's still not equal completely. So right. I think in those situations, like it, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when. Well, it's a matter of matter getting, of winning if we'll see it. We're getting some of the shit out of here. Um, fucking the Confederate flag. We're trying to get that taken down. You know what I mean? From everywhere. Yeah. Got you it. saw NASCAR got rid of it. Yep. And this guy, I can't remember his name. I think Ray. The also. Ray something or other. Yeah, the Marine said it. The, Ray Mysterio. The, <laughs> not Ray Mysterio. <laughs> I can't remember his name, but he was just like, I won't be racing anymore. Da da da. They were oh. like, okay, cool. You never, you never want to race. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. So it's like a joke. He's became a joke on the internet because he quit NASCAR. It's like, okay, were you ever racing in the first place? You're always losing. Jesus. That's yeah. sick. That's sick. That's it. Yeah, the yo, the internet holds no punches, man. Yeah, no, nah, it's crazy. No cops. You know cops got um cops the TV show. Yeah. That's over. Um live PD canceled. canceled. Really? Yep. Yeah. I never oh, watched live PD, but I've heard something about it. It, it. It's basically another iteration of cops, where they, but the the whole the gimmick of it is, oh, it's actually live. So let's let's tune in when really it's, it's all pre-recorded. Yeah, you can't do a show like that live anyway. Like, I, yeah. imagine like just you know what I mean. Like, would you actually want to have some of that shit live? Like, no, nah, you wouldn't. Well, that's that's the reason why it was canceled because one of the sessions was they killed an unarmed black man. Really? Yeah. Jeez. Well, Jeez. speaking of live shit, um, the NBA is trying to come back, and apparently, uh, I've heard that LeBron and Kyrie are having a disagreement about the whole um, situation. Yeah, really. LeBron, what happened? Yeah. Well, so NBA Players Association housed a phone call, and there's some people that voice their opinions on, "Hey, we don't want to return," and some people are kind of like, "Yeah, we want to return," and so the people who want to return is kind of, hey, I want to get back to work. I want to make money. Da, 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 da. The other right. people that don't want to return is because, like, hey, there's a pandemic still going on. It's not safe. 
or other people like Kyrie, we have social issues going on. Some things are bigger than basketball, yada, yada, yada. So now there's this thing going on now. It's like, well, like, is LeBron right? Hey, let's get back to making some money for us because not everybody makes Kyrie money because it's easy for Kyrie to be like, I'm not going to play. Nigga, Kyrie has shoes and Foot Locker. You know what I mean? So he got bread. But somebody who's a bench warmer, and not to discredit the NBA players because they're the best players in the fucking world, but somebody who sits on a bench normally, he ain't making no Kyrie LeBron money. So he's really depending on the NBA coming back so he could continue to make money. And so there's, it's kind of like both sides of the coin. There's good points on both sides. And it's just, it's this new debate now, kind of like, okay, do we go back to make this money and we could still help social injustice issues when we get paid, like LeBron said, or like, no, like Kyrie, we're not going to go back at all. And fuck it for the, for the season. I mean, I, I agree. I get both sides. I think some people want to come back because it's financially, it financially supports them. And they let a lot of athletes and stars live check to check. But I agree with, I agree with Kyrie to some extent. Well, I agree with Kyrie for the most part, because I think it's, it's more important for people to be able to come to actually stand in solidarity with the people showing, Hey, I understand I have a job to do and I'm an athlete as an entertainer, but at the same time, I'm, in his case, because he has he has a lot of other ventures going on, he's financially able to say, "Hey, I'm going to actually sit. I can sit down, and I want, I'm willing to sit down and just focus on the social issues going on in this world." Because let's be real, any any of these situations can be anybody. It could be George. Anybody, any any athlete can end up being a George Floyd. A, a, Eric Garner or whatever the case may be, just if an officer doesn't understand, doesn't know who they're who they're dealing with. So, I'm 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 for it. I'm for it with Kyrie, honestly. Well, let let me say this before you say your piece, Nigel. So, <clears throat> nobody has done more for the community than LeBron James, and LeBron James wants to go back and play basketball. LeBron James has opened a school. LeBron James has done a lot of social things. For black people and Kyrie I'm not saying he hasn't done anything but what he has done compared to LeBron is is nothing and <clears throat> LeBron believes that he could go back and play basketball make his money and still help other people out and there's other NBA players that's voicing their same opinion as well I think if Kyrie wants to you know, not play the game because he believes that, hey, it's best for him to stand with his people and all that. 100% respect it, do your thing. But I, I don't know if that's fair to, you know, affect the rest of the people that actually depend on the money or that doesn't have the same stance as Kyrie. You know what I mean? Because let's say, let's put yourself at your job. Let's say you're like, no, I'm not going back to work because I believe I'm going to protest with my people so that means nobody else should go back to work and it, it doesn't work it's not it's like hey if you don't want to go back to work that's your decision whether somebody thinks it's wrong right or wrong that's on them but that's your decision but your decision should affect other people if they want to go back to work or not and that's and Kyrie is kind of playing a role in that 
you know, the NBA, like players association, kind of like the NFL thing. It's not a single person that it's not, it's like, it's kind of like a majority rules type of deal. So if you have enough people voicing their opinions about something and a decision is made, you're affecting all the players. It's not just a single player. But it happens. On, that's a twofold thing. That's a double-sided thing, though, because what if what if half the players are like, hey, I, what if uh, a far of a, a, a minority of the players in this situation, the minority if they were to vote yes to go back, a minority of the players are like, hey, I'd rather not play so I could just deal with uh, deal with focusing on the social issues and impacts right now. So by them have their obligations of playing the game. Get, that can impede on what they want to do. So it, it works the same way. Granted, one side is getting paid and one side isn't, but it's the same. It's the same difference to some degree. Like I get where I understand where, where someone else comes from, and I'm not really the one to say, "Oh, um, I don't, I don't like to compare." In those situations, accolades to accolades, because we're not trying to say who has the right to say who has the right and who doesn't have the right to say that players should play when you, when it comes to Kyrie and Le- versus LeBron based on what they've done for people and how they've helped their community because I'm quite sure Kyrie has done the same every everybody doesn't put what they do in within the media um and on top of it like someone like LeBron James he's already at he's at such a high stat at a, such a high status that is always going to look that way from by most people you know he, I think maybe um there could be some type of um middle ground where they can come back and actually give a percentage of their money to the cause like because but who wants to do that though i mean i doubt any i doubt i doubt people are really trying to give up all their money but at the same point in time like if some people want to help out the cause i'm pretty sure everybody wants to help out the cause but i'm pretty sure everybody everybody wants to get paid well i'm i would assume that most of them want to help out the cause well you never know you know like that's that's one of them situations where you never really know because in the same breath, like you look at someone like Cap, for instance, right? Like, granted, he he lost his job, he lost his job. He created pretty literally. Now that you see everything that's going on now, you see where the NFL is like, okay, he was right, we were wrong, or whatever the case may be. Like he lost his job for that, and I think in the sense with Kyrie, it's kind of saying like, okay, I don't think we should be playing because. There's more things going on, and I'm quite sure there is some sense of there's probably racial tension within. Even well, there is of course there's racial tension within within the NBA when you look at someone. Be. Yeah, like you look at um, I forget that old dude's name that owned the Clippers before. Like yeah. he lost the team because he was he was calling people the N word and all that type of. Wasn't his name like Donald Sterling or something like that? Yeah. Yes. It was him. So, like, even in that sense, like, it's going. That stuff happened. That stuff is going to happen. But see, like, you're going to have you're going to have people like that. My like, thing so is it's this. probably better to address the issues when you have when in the situation like this right now. It's better. To, you're, it's easier to address the issues by saying, "Let's put everything on a standstill and let's have a real conversation." Versus, "Hey, let's shut up. Let's just dribble this ball and." on your free time, do what you can. If I know you may feel as though you can do a bigger impact off the court, but instead you got practice. You got practice, you got a game to play. Me personally, <laughs> I agree with you, but at the same point in time, it's like I understand that not everybody will get paid. So I can I can understand 
why people would want to make it back to the sport and actually play basketball. It's just that I agree with you when you say some things are more important than all all the other shit. Like what's always going to be the case. Though. I mean, the way I see it is this right? There's things that's bigger than basketball. There's things that's bigger than sports, and I and I get that. But it's easier for somebody like Kyrie, who has multiple ventures, and he doesn't need to play the game for the rest of the season, for him to be like, yeah, let's just cancel the rest of the season, versus somebody who doesn't have the opportunities like Kyrie to do the same thing. You know what I mean? And I feel like if somebody like LeBron, who who people are starting to shit on, which is not fair, because LeBron has done a lot more than any other fucking NBA player today, if you think about it, the only other NBA player you can really compare him to is KD. Somebody like LeBron is like, hey, I can still play the game and I can still help out people. And people are shitting on him like LeBron has never done nothing for black people, which is ridiculous. He's the one. He's the only one that's been speaking out against shit every time a, a, a social injustice issue has happened. He's the yeah. only one. He's the one that he went at Drew Brees directly when Drew yeah. Brees said the shit that he said. Then so, I hear him. You know, I'm not saying what Kyrie says is wrong, but it's kind of like now we're facing the, the the thing is, hey, if we don't cancel the NBA season, I mean, if we cancel the NBA season, guys like Kyrie LeBron, they're going to financially be fine. But what about the people who are not financially fine? What about them? Because, and, and that to me is kind of like a... They'll play. They'll play, the, they'll play the game at the end of the day. Those those may be the ones that decide. Okay, we'll actually go and participate because when when the NBA wanted to strike because they wanted the players wanted to get paid more, you had people that wanted to support that. When it's like, okay, they're choosing not to play the game because they want more money, so they're willing to they're willing to sit out without pay. You probably had younger players that are willing to play the game, willing to fill in those shoes because a player doesn't want to play. So if we can if if we have no problem when, when it's something like that, why is that a problem now where it's because, what is it, because we haven't had sports for the past three months? Is that really the, that? I think that to some extent, I think, and I'm not saying you in particular, but I think a lot of people that, are, that aren't feeling Kyrie's opinion, I think it kind of stems from that also. Like, let's be honest. Like, at the end of the day, they had, when, when they had strikes and they're saying, oh, we're not playing basketball because we're not getting paid enough money, they was willing to go without without money then. Yeah, they could tell. Yeah. They could. T- they, they only could, for they could tell you how a motherfucking couch look. But now, <laughs> but <laughs> they could tell you how a motherfucking couch look. But now, when it's someone saying, "Hey, we shouldn't play so we can stand up for justice injustice issues," oh no, why why would you why would you guys want to do that? Y'all should go play the game. Y'all should go play the game. Y'all could do that on the side. Me personally, no, that right. shit doesn't make sense. Me personally, but they I have, feel like they should. If you want to, if you want to set out for the season for the rest of the season, which is going to be bullshit anyway, they might as well just let people set up for the rest of the season. Period. That's what right. I feel. And everybody else can play, and we'll just have whatever players are there do it because at, at the end of the day look it's going to be a discount season anyway if you win the title it's going to be a discount title because all the shit is crazy you know what i mean no, fine but i'm saying like the difference between people sitting out because they want to get paid versus what's going on now is like you gotta remember you know they haven't played since fucking what early march this wasn't trying to play a season bro what do you mean like you because at the end of the day you're telling me someone doesn't someone's willing not to get paid at all because they want to get paid more. So they're willing not to play so they can't get paid. But when it comes down to a social issue that is revolving around police brutality and racism, 
in this country, and they're primarily all black players. They have there's it becomes an issue on whether or not they should sit out. If you're willing to sit out because of your own financial gain, you're not you're willing to sit out because of your own financial gain and not get pay, right? To increase your own financial your own financial gain, but you're not willing. You're saying, oh no, nah, I I ain't really I ain't really trying to be bothered with that. Like like I can do that, but I can get paid at the same time. Like yeah, but what's me, wrong with that? Bo- right. and, and on top of it, it's a bogus season. It's easy for you to say that because you're not making the kind of money and you're not kind of you're not living in the same type of world that they these guys live in, right? But if they so, live in but are you, check, it's kind but, of similar. But are you but are you willing to stop working at your job to go out and protest though? That's in, the thing. In my case, are in you, my case, but are my, you are you willing to stop working at your job? Are you willing to try to convince other people at your job, hey, we should stop fucking working because we have social injustice so, issues? In my because job, I, go ahead. No, I, because you know the average person is not going to yes, fucking because do that. we financially the average can't person afford it. Gonna, okay, and who's to say that the third stringer in the NBA he can financially report, he he can financially miss out on the whole on the whole rest of the season? Because let's be real, if you're not if you're not no NBA starter, you know a lot of them they don't they don't get paid. You know what we what we see on TV like that they don't get so to the, keep. So, a so, lot of these so small wait, 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 are are nineteen. You know, twenty. Yeah. They got. They have no real college education. They have no real skills. So, like, if you canceling the season, you're canceling their livelihood. But they survived even when when there was a strike going on. You look at you look at Iman Shumper when he talked about that. He came into the league as a rookie. His rookie season, there was a strike, so he wasn't getting paid while during the strike time. Like, if we support things like that that financially benefit the athletes that we enjoy watching, and we have nothing against. We nobody thinks oh, oh well we should they sh- they should strike. What about the third string player? Nobody thinks about the sh- third string player when we're saying LeBron James should deserve deserves more money or Kevin Gar- Kevin Garnett or uh, Paul Pierce or anybody like that deserves more money. But for the fact that it's a social justice issue, it's like well think about the guy think about the guy that doesn't get any burn time no, on the court. That, that's not true. P- people always are advocating for players to get more money, especially if you talk about like players in the NFL. People are always advocating for for more fucking money, so it's yes. not as it, it, so. I mean, like we're talking about hey, this decision that we make, you know, because of what Nigel said was like, hey, if the NBA had it, we're like, hey, if you don't feel like it's right for you to play this season, you don't have to play, which is a hundred percent fine. That's that's your decision. Nobody's gonna ever fault you for your decision. But we're talking about something that can impact the whole league with majority with majority rules. And not everybody has the clout, not the finances, like you know, Akari and LeBron does. And so they, like, I, but, I, but at the same time, they at least they know they can. At, at least at the end of the day, they know. Well, okay, they they protest and they don't come back for the season, and they have to wait until November. And they've made it. They realized prior to, prior to the announcement of the NBA opening back up. It was already they already understood this was an indefinite thing and they needed 30 90 days ago 60 days ago they had 30 days ago they had no idea if they were going to be playing basketball again yeah. until until november possibly so and even at that moment they were mentally prepared no matter if you were a third string or a guy that just came off the d league or a guy that's in the d league they all realized hey we might not play until november so i need to figure some shit out now and now what a social justice issue it's the same thing. Like at, at the end of the day, no matter what decision you make, someone's going. Someone, nobody gets nobody. A hundred. You can't satisfy a hundred percent of people when you make any decision. At the end of the day, you're and, right. And, and you're, if you're right about the, that, and though though you look at someone like 
it would be the same as saying, like, if the UFC, like, the UFC has talked before about fighters talked about it, having a union, right? When they okay. talked about having a union, people were like, oh, um, well, we don't want to have a union. Well, people wanted to have a union, but it's like, okay, like, there may be a strike. People may strike for people. Some fighters are going to have to strike. The fighters will have to strike to get a union, right? That means there's going to be fighters that don't, all them fighters won't get paid unless they get, get unless there's a union for union mate. At that same moment, you'll say, oh, someone like Connor, he's not going to listen to that. He's going to keep trying to make his money because it doesn't affect him. When I, to me, I just, at the end of the day, I just look at it like this. When it's financially benefiting for our favorite athletes and entertainers to make more money and we advocate to support them on that. And that no, we understand that's that means they may be willing to go without pay. And if if it's a majority rules, it's a majority rules at the end of the day. Like I understand everybody has their own financial plans and so on and so forth. But if my job if my job was to tell me, hey, you know what, we're just gonna take a couple we're gonna take a couple months off and I've already had a lot of time on my hands already to f- figure out how I'm gonna financially get myself from now until the season opens back up. And my job tells me, hey, you know, in a few months, you can come right back. You know, a few months, we'll be able to come right back and just play. You'll get your money, da da da, so on and so forth. Okay, there's not, what's the, it, to me, at that moment, it's like, okay, maybe if this is something I'm advocating for in the social issues, because at the end of the day, you can still have these, convers- these conversations that are happening right now could be happening in the boardroom in terms of the NBA, because there's a lot of, I'm sure there's racial tension within there also. And by saying, okay, I'm not going to play. It allows the player also, it empowers the player more, if anything. Though the player though the player realizes I'm missing out on money, it empowers them because at the end of the day, though there's a, a owner that signs the check and so on and so forth, nobody's watching the game if they can't have the, if you can't watch the best players play. Like, are you, or let me ask you this. If everybody, if all the first and second stringers decided to say, hey, I'm protesting, and it's just third string basketball players playing, are you gonna be? Are you gonna be watching the game just so? Because so at least they get paid. You're not gonna watch the. You're not watching them play. I'm not. I, well, first of all, nobody watches sports for the players to get paid. They watch the sports because it, it entertains them. You know. I know I, what I'm saying. I, but nobody. Are you watching? Are you watching third, third string players? Is what he's saying. Say that again. Are you gonna watch the game if it's only third string players playing? I mean. Uh, just, just so the, just so the season can be open, so they're able to still get paid. Because this is going along with what you're saying. Let the, let, let the season be open, and let those who choose choose. And let's say if the first and second stringers choose to sit out, so they can actually deal with the social justice issues, so the third stringers can still get paid. The season's open, so the third stringers are able to play still. Are you going to watch an NBA where it's just? Some third stringer that a, a league full of third stringers that you never heard of. Are you gonna watch no, that game? Uh, Are you gonna watch the I mean, rest of that I mean, season? Possibly no, probably not. Uh, but does that matter though? I mean, does it matter if if like how's it affecting anybody if they do allow the third stringers to play? Because the first, the second string guys, they're not playing. What like you, what? What's so bad about that? What he's saying is that the people in the boardrooms don't want to hear that because they want the first and second stringers to play because that's what they know brings in the money. Brings right. in the revenue, brings in the viewers. Right. So at the end of the day, like if you if you start at the league and the third stringers are the only ones on the on the court, that doesn't really do much for a lot of people unless unless you're a hardcore basketball fan. That's pretty much at the end of the day the only people who are going to watch it. It's just right. like the UFC cards. Like hmm. if they have a whole bunch of nobodies fighting, like yeah, we might watch it, but a large majority of people won't, and people right. don't want to hear that. 
right. at least the people who depend exactly. on that to make the money. Right. Exactly. No. And, and I, I get that, but we're, we're in times right now where like, and we're going to get weird scenarios or weird situations like that. And I think like the decisions that you, that, that people make, a lot of people are, are really like, you know, they're really worried about, okay, my decision and I'm not worried about what impacts others. I feel like in spaces like that, what you do does affect other people. Everything has a consequence to it. And if you want to go out and you want to, you know, protest or do what you can to support the, the cause and all that, there's nothing wrong with that at all. There's nothing wrong with that. But can you really be mad at somebody who's kind of like, damn, you know, this is kind of affecting my job, you know, like, damn, this, this sucks. You know, who doesn't have the same interests as you? If that person doesn't have the same interests as you, you know, why? first of all, why would you be even worried about the way that they feel? But if they get mad at you, you know, you shouldn't be mad because, you know, like the decision that you made, you know, was going to affect them anyway. So I, I feel like I'm not saying Kyrie is wrong on if, if he wants to go out and do his thing and all that. And that's fine. I just don't like how the fact that people are shitting on LeBron because he wants to go and back and play. Well, LeBron has done a lot more than fucking Kyrie before we even hit this fucking pandemic. That's I mean, he has. He's done a lot more. We're he, talking about he, this. At the same time, does, does what you do in terms of advocation, what I do in terms of advocation, is that the is that the, should that be the judging factor? Oh well, he's given more, so he has the right to make the he holds more impact when it comes to the decision versus the guy that's done a lot, but it's probably for one, it's probably not known as much because it's not because he's not a super as big of a superstar as LeBron. Like, where do you where do you draw the where do you draw the line? Then is that is is that what you're it saying? Builds respect, huh? It, it built. You're gonna get respect. From from you doing the bigger things though, you and like that's just so he has the right. The so he has the so he has the right. So LeBron has the right to have hold more weight in making that decision than Kyrie does. I no, that's kind of like changing the narrative. I'm saying no. that I'm saying that Le, LeBron shouldn't be shitted on because he wants to play the game and 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 does his own way of helping people. He shouldn't be shitted on that. Right. You know what I mean? And people are shitting on him for for he, because the fact he still wants to he wants the season to open back up. And I don't think that's fucking fair. Because so, I'm like, that's not you know, because that the man who's actually done shit, right? And has done more than Michael Jordan as far as when it comes to giving back to the black person. Because so all does that have we to all, do anything. What do you what mean? The, what does what what my I guess my thing I'm confused on then because I agree with what you're saying. So what does LeBron has done more than Kyrie have. What does that, what does that, how does that whole weight in this whole conversation? Because you repeated pe- that multiple times. Because like, people love to forget what somebody has done. When, like, it's kind of like people have this mindset of what have you done for me lately? And absolutely. I think that's a, that, and I think that's a shitty way of thinking when it comes to this type of situation, because I'm like, you can't forget everything that that man has done. Like you, you can't like LeBron, you know what I mean? Like outside of we're not even talking about just basketball drama. We're just talking about him as a human being. You can't find one single bad thing about that man. You can't. You and, and I'm and and I'm saying like, but people are are quick to forget that as soon as he said no, I, I actually want to play again. And I feel like that's so shitty for somebody to be like that. Nobody. I'm not. Look, Kyrie is right. Right now, sports is not the biggest. It shouldn't be the biggest topic. Right. But if somebody wants to go back and play sports, 
and they've already have a proven track record of doing things outside of sports for people. Why why is he being shitted on? That's not fucking fair. That's that's just my stance on it when it comes to that. I'm not saying either gentlemen are wrong. I'm just saying that I don't I don't like how people are shitting on LeBron for it. Kind of like back then you were I, I think of LeBron again, how people were kind of shitting on him. Oh, why did LeBron say anything about the whole Kobe thing during the, the or it could have been another athlete. And you were kind of like, yo, athletes don't, they don't need to speak up all the time when something happens, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I definitely believe that. Yeah. So I, that, I mean, that's my thing on it. I'm not saying Kyrie's wrong. I'm not, and I, real, realistically, I'm not even saying you're wrong, right? You know, because those guys do make a lot more money. But if somebody, you know, who's who is always doing sick for the community, NBA season, not in, or or off season, but if they want to go back to make some more money, you know, then it is what it is. It's not like LeBron is like, oh, well, I'm playing for the love of the game. I just can't stay for a game. Then I kind of say people be like, come on, dude, like it's not that important. But it, I don't know, man. I, it, I mean, that's just how I feel about it. Look, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I'm not going to say that some of the players definitely don't have a point. Um, They definitely do. But at the same point in time, you know, that's just not the most important thing that's going on right now. It's yeah. not. We, we got a lot of other things in life to worry about. Yeah. So, like, I meant to bring it up earlier about the Chaz thing. So I'm not sure if y'all familiar, but it's called the Capitol Hill Androgynous Zone. Okay. So it's out of Seattle. So apparently um, it's like a six block radius. So apparently in Seattle, they moved the police. I guess they've kind of surrounded the six block radius where the police are. And they've taken over this zone or whatever the protesters have. I heard about that. I heard. I didn't know what that was. Okay. Yeah. So they've taken over that zone. And what they did is um, they, they actually took, they took over that zone. And then they ended up taking, uh, what is it? What is that shit called? Um, They took the police and everything. The police ended up moving out because they made demands. So you apparently there's a there's a photo of someone that's a a guard that's being armed security for for this shit, right? So apparently Fox News, because I watched a clip on this uh, with Fox News on YouTube earlier this morning and saw it. So Fox News was talking about talking about how like it's how horrible it is and it's pretty much another country within this country because it's a six block radius. There's people aren't like the police aren't allowed in this zone at all. They've forced the police out. They say they won't get out until their uh, their demands have been met. Apparently, it's you have three demands. Yeah, they have three demands. It, it ranges from three to ten, but the one that I read, it was like three or four, where it was defunding the police. They want everybody from jail to come home. Um, defunding the police, everybody from jail to come home, and they wanted the police to move out of that situation, out of out of that area. And they wanted, I think in the terms of defunding the police, they wanted some of that money that to defund the police and go into the community to help with the community. So, and surrounding that area they've gotten the police out already the police no longer are there um and the governor or mayor is trying to is like she's trying to work with them and like it's trying to still work with the people and the protesters and like trump has came out already and said like uh if you need to get these people out of here because they're domestic terrorists so it's like it's a real crazy situation 
but is what's wild is apparently because there's an arm there's a picture of someone that's an armed protester that's pretty much manning like a certain area so an entrance point into Chaz, and apparently fox news put out a report about what was going on and they photoshopped the armed security guy in front of like looting like buildings that were being looted wow so yeah so when they put out the news article they were like this is what's going on pretty much you're seeing they they photoshopped three images to like about three images together so it was the security guy and behind them it was like someone breaking into a building and then you saw people running and they kind of came out like i guess people kind of came out and said some shit about it so they ended up pulling it off the news but i just want to let y'all know about this shit because it's letting you know like how if nobody ever called them on it, they would have just ran with it. They would have ran with it and said, yo, you know, it is what it is. And this is what's going on. And this is what it looks like. And their supporters probably would have believed it as well as I think they had them. Um, they photoshopped him armed. Like, I think they showed a photo, showed a photo, showed a photoshopped him in front. <laughs> say that 10 times. Showed a photo, 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 showed a photo. Um, Type Shotofop under the under my uh, under the comments page of the Holly Advised podcast on Instagram, um, like, but they you show but they photoshopped him in front of like something to make it look like he was standing guard. So, like even the media, like Fox News, they've been manipulating things. They pulled the article down and everything, and they've said they try to say it was like a misunderstanding or they didn't put out the right disclaimer. Like it's some it's kind of crazy, man. The world is a crazy place. There's so much shit going on right now. Like, yeah, I'm I'm with Kyrie, man. Fuck that shit, man. That Thanks. that uh, I just read up on it while you were talking about it. That shit is crazy because it might influence other areas to do the same. You know yeah. what I mean? That's that shit. That's like shit that happens in like movies and video games and shit like that. And that shit is actually that's real life crazy. Yeah, it's that's. Send me a link. It is. Yeah, I, um, I'm gonna send you. I'll send. You, I'm gonna try to see if I can send you the article that I was reading, that was talking about this stuff. Like, it's, it's the whole thing is crazy. But you know, Seattle. That's how they give it up because I don't. I watched the movie like ten years ago in a class I had, and it was with like Andre the Andre three thousands in it, and it was about where they were protesting in the nineties in Seattle for like I think against the World Health Organization or something like that. And apparently, like they, it pretty much what's going on now. And this is why I do believe some of the people that were looters aren't aren't. Why well, I believe that some of these people that are looters are actually police or something. Was even during that time, during that protest in the '90s, um, you had people like it was known that the government act, the police actually were dressing up like protesters to do looting to incite rioting, so that the cops could actually use could use forceful tactics. I know because of this though. One thing, the positives that have came out of it is that now they've they put a 30-day ban on using tear gas. Um, they're calling now for, they're calling the governor or mayor now to to have the, create a law so police cannot, use, cannot incite people so they can use violence. So yeah. it's like, the whole thing is crazy. I would look more into it if I was y'all. Like, it's crazy. It, that's crazy, but... To me, it's like we live in a world where everything is just crazy right now from something like that and the social issues that we're having to hearing Dave Chappelle talk about stuff 
to even like people still having this stupid debate on on like the internet on whether or not you should date someone if you should or shouldn't date someone if they're an entrepreneur or have a nine to five job like boy oh boy uh, oh boy oh boy so that's yeah. the thing like you I, and i hear stupid it mostly from uh <laughs> i i hear it usually from females where it's just like and not to say that men don't say it too because i know some you know sometimes it's like that it's like, hey, you should take me as I Shout am. Shout out to my boss, bitches, wife, and niggas. Accept me for who I am. But it's like, when I hear people say, like, oh, I won't date a guy who's working an honest nine to five, it's like, get that bullshit out of here, man. Facts. Facts. And a, and a lot of the, the lot of the women, right, there's there's women who are out there who are like, hey, thoughts. <laughs> I, I got to watch what I say, right? <laughs> there's a lot of women right. out there who's like, hey, you know, I I got this going on. I don't need a guy who can't match my type of lifestyle or whatever like that. So, like for example, a woman who's CEO, she might not be wanting to fuck with a, with a guy who's a burger boy. That's understandable. Yeah. You know what I mean? I okay, I get that. You know what I mean? I mean, love shouldn't be determined by a salary, but I understand it. Right. It's a lot somebody, about what you can do for me. Right. It, I want somebody on on your level. But there, there's some females who who don't got shit going on with each other. I mean, with themselves, and they want a they want a nigga who, you know, who's a hustler, a nigga that you know that doesn't have an honest job. And but they, but these women, they don't have shit going on. And the B Simone thing, I don't hate B Simone, right? But the thing about I just disagree with she, that whole concept. Kind of like. What's wrong with a nine to five guy, especially a nine to five guy that's probably making more money than you year round? You know what I mean? And I think that's not that's not fair. And it, and then she just gets caught up in some plagiarism shit. Oh, she's, yeah. I was gonna bring that up. Where she's plagiarizing from other sisters. You know what I mean? And I'm oh, kind of like black woman. Yeah, they were black women, and and it was kind of like, you know. You so called nice. you so called talking about you want a nine of, you don't want no nine to five guy, you want an entrepreneur, businessman, et cetera, et cetera. But you're not doing honest shit and you stealing from your own fucking people. That's not cool. I mean, I don't agree that she should be cancelled or nothing like that. But she was just plain fucking wrong, you know? And I think that it, there's nothing wrong with being a, a nine to five guy. There's not. There's there's so many niggas out here, right? Oh, fuck a job, I don't need a job. But they down on their fucking dick, you know what I mean? They they got retro eleven Jordans, but they but they don't got no motherfucking car, you know. They got the Gucci belt on them, but they don't, you know. But they sitting there taking public transportation or relying on niggas to hook them up with an Uber. Here's, you know? here's my thing, right? I remember when me and Lyle we used to work at a warehouse, and I'll I'll never forget it. The guy, you know, that we used to work with. He had a Gucci belt. He wore a shirt, you know, tucked into his pants so you could see his Gucci belt. <laughs> At the end of the God. day, he was like, yo, can I use your phone? I don't have, I don't have a phone. Can I use your phone? <laughs> what? Now, I understand why you, wanna, why you wouldn't want to get with a guy like that. Clearly, his priorities aren't straight. When you got to use your phone to call your ride to get home, but you can show him your Gucci belt, something's a little off about that. Cool, fine, whatever. Maybe you might not want to date that nine to five guy. But see, she was. But you gotta realize he had to pay. He only paid four fifty for the belt. He <laughs> he only paid four fifty for the belt. The only. phone cost a thousand. The phone cost a thousand dollars, and you gotta get a plan. 
So that means he's paying like $110 a month for, for what, two years? So really, he that's made over, smart, that's over $1,200. He made the over, smart decision and got the belt first. Exactly. Oh, okay. Damn, I See, didn't know that. Nigga, nigga, I, could get, I could get fly. I, as long as I'm getting fly, as long as I look like money, money going to come to me. And if, I, if, I, if money seemed like it might come to me, if money gave me a number, I could just use your phone. And it was a cool belt. I'm not going to lie. It's just that, like, I mean, you really, you don't, you, good luck with your phone. You better go to fucking I, Burger King and use their phone. I, look, look, man. So here's the thing. You guys could correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I'm looking at it at a wrong perspective, right? Check this out, right? Let's say a woman, she's making like 350000 a year, right? Okay. But she's not, she's not making it from a job. Let's say she's like some type of influencer and she's getting money from all these sponsorships, endorsements, blah, blah, blah. That's great. Right. Now, let's say she meets a guy who don't make three hundred fifty. Let's say he makes like one hundred fifty. Okay. He he's like a a branch manager for a company, right? Nothing That's good fucking good fucking money. But it's obviously it's a nine to five, right? They, yeah. There ain't no branch manager that has their own schedule doing whatever the fuck they want. They work certain certain days. Tell me that's fucked up for a woman to be like, no, you know, he has a nine to five, so I ain't fucking with him. That's fucked. To me, that's fucked up because that guy is he's not making bad money. He has a good job. You know, I mean, he may be a good guy. We don't you'll never know that because you're not going to give the nigga the time of the day. I mean, am am I crazy for thinking that or I mean, there's nothing wrong. I understand that (laughs) women want a certain and I, I think I shouldn't even say women. I think people want a certain amount of security from the people that they're with. You know, that's fair enough. But at the same point in time, like if you. If you know somebody is like making an honest living and is getting theirs and can provide for you and actually help you out and you're not, they're not just struggling alongside you, there's no issue with that. Right. Exactly. Like, I mean, but you have people that is always a thing. Like I, I got, like, I know, I know people that are like that, that are like, oh, um, uh, I, I won't date her. I only, they, I know people that only date someone based off the occupation. Like. And I know a dude that does. I know I know a couple of dudes that actually do that, where they they'll date a girl based off her occupation first. If she doesn't make a certain income level, he won't date her. And it's not saying she has to make more than him. She can make less than him, but it has to be a certain level. I think, to be honest with you, I think it's probably more of a headache when it's two people that run two separate companies because you can't they when B Simone said all of that right. She's living in this fairy tale, saying you know I'm up at three and I'm doing answering emails he's up at 3 a.m answering emails and then i'm like oh i gotta go somewhere tomorrow you want to catch a jet catch a flight with me so we can go together and she's like cool that's it and we'll have to get into that another time but that's just like this illusion that chick that a chick has of what her what she thinks a relationship would be versus the reality is okay like even when i had like a little side thing going on at for a minute like i was dating someone and the girl, she used to always ask me, why are you always checking your email? Why are you always checking your email? Like, and this was a girl, granted, this is a girl, like she wasn't like, a, she didn't, she didn't, she just believed in just going to work and that's it. No other ways, other streams of income. So like, she didn't understand it, but, and I'm like, damn, I, this is like, one, this is one of the things that made me not kind of like her to some extent. All right. Well, not like her, but it was somewhat unattractive because it's like, you have to understand like, okay, I make money doing, answering these emails. So you can't, like you can't celebrate the hustle but then shun shun the process but in the same breath it's easier when it's something like that versus okay well if me and my girl are 
the exact way. And I'm attracted to women that have some hustle to them. But at the same at the same time, I realize like, hey, if I'm going to be with someone that does that hustles just as hard or harder, I got to realize I'm not that whole mystique of being able to just hop on a jet because me and my spouse can. It doesn't necessarily mean it can happen. And like a lot of times, like I, I and I've seen that before where people are you have people that are entrepreneurs. Like I remember being at a at a forum before and a guy was he owned a karate school. His wife was a banker. His wife was like the the bank manager, so she makes over two. He said they all all together they bring in two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. He probably only brings in fifty sixty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, because like, he, he's a fucking you know. But he's an entrepreneur, and she has a nine to five. Like, it's you know, like I mean, yeah, like it's it's all about preference. But I think I think B Simone to some extent, like she has a right to have her own preference, but. She's a little delusional, like like Twitter was even saying. Like, there's people that's uh, there's people that's in high school that do that, that's in college that do that. Oh, I could be at the cl- I could be I've been at parties before, checking my email, like oh let me check my email, make sure my professor ain't hit me back. Let me hit my professor up. Or, oh, let me check these assignments or something regarding to assignments while I'm actually out. So like, and granted, it's completely different, but. Her, what she what she, her criteria is is very loose like it holds no definition or no weight to it it's just oh i want to i want to date an entrepreneur so what does that mean like and and i think that goes with even men do the same thing but i know i've seen a lot with women where they have this uh they build this facade of what a relationship is versus what a relationship actually is in reality like i've heard women say things that hold that that you realize, oh, you shouldn't be in a relationship because you don't have the reality. You don't understand the reality of what a relationship is. Exactly. You just want someone that can be hustling just as hard as you, but you don't realize what the real hustle is. But that's why at the end of the day, like she got caught with the plagiarism shit and she probably going to get sued for it. And like, you know, it comes with the, it, it comes with the, it comes with the, the casualties of, of business and doing shit like that. Yeah. But you know, Hey, she'll learn one day and, in the meantime, she could deal with a nine to five dude that's going to sleep with her a little bit extra so he can get that PS5. Yep. And just chill. Like, hell, like that's the reality of it all. Like, there's some dude that works a nine to five, that girl's an entrepreneur, and he probably was like, she made more money than me and she's going to get me this PS5. Give me the PS5. Wow. I'm going to chill out. I'm going to play Last of Us Part Two. I'm going to play all that shit and chill out with my bros. You know what I mean? All that good it, shit. Exactly. Like, I didn't really watch. I, I I saw something on the timeline about that shit, but I didn't really get too much into it. Like, what what was the whole, uh, like, what was the whole thing with the PS Five? Because I heard it's like seven hundred dollars or some shit. Like, whoa! That. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> essentially, uh, what happened was they didn't they didn't really release a price tag for it, but they showed what the PS Five is actually going to look like. They showed some of the games that are going to be on it. Pretty much, um, it's like a. It was like a presentation of games that were going to be on it and different features that will be on the PS5 and just, you know, what to expect from the holiday season. So you have a different half a stack. Fuck that. Yeah, it might be around five hundred dollars, um, six hundred dollars. I think I, I think if they want to like win this console war, they're going to go right around because they have two versions. So I think the digital version will be right around five hundred. And I think the um, full the version of the PS5 will be around six. Man, that thing better that thing better be have a flashlight in it or something. Be paying no, not. Money. I mean, why why not though? Why would you well, want to pay? I mean, seven hundred is excessive. But I'm not saying that. But like, 
Five. Thing, if, if I'm paying seven hundred dollars, granted I don't play games like that. If I'm paying seven hundred dollars, bro, that thing better have a flashlight in it or something. People pay more for their phones, for real, for real. Yep, yeah, iPhones. You know, and that's why. That's why. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> you you not buying an iPhone an iPhone so you could buy the PS5. I'm not buying. You buying the Gucci belt and that's, asking me for the phone? Nah, because I don't I don't give a fuck about the iPhone. That's why I'm not buying that. But I I think uh I mean we could probably touch more about it later later in the year as information comes out. Yeah, but um if the thing if the console is five hundred maybe $600 max. I think a lot of people are kind of expecting that because of the kind of hardware it is. Right. It's not a, it's, it's not no rinky dink bullshit. So uh, I can understand why it's going to be a little costly shit, like good laptops and good computers. If you really want one, you're going to have to spend some bread. You know what I mean? Every, every, uh, the way technology is today, if you want some good shit, you got to put some money up for it anyway. You know, oh, that's a fact. So, um, so the price thing, as long as it's not nothing really absurd and out of the way, it's just it's just it's more or less of what do you want and what are you willing to pay for what you want? You know, right? What I mean? yeah. I'm not paying eight hundred dollars for the bitch. I can tell you that. Like that shit would be. It's, I was just gonna be on the street talking about y'all. Y'all got some cheeseburgers. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. I, I don't need to play any game that bad. I'm good. <laughs> like, I, I got I'm these cheeseburgers. But like, I like video games, but I'm I'm not in any rush to buy some shit that costs eight hundred dollars. I mean, this like I said, it's not going to be a whole lot to say on it right now until more and more information come on. But I think it's it with with video games. I think it's becoming as as each year is going by, it's becoming more and more popular because more and more things are happening with it. You see more and more people doing it more and more people are doing innovative things with it so it's, it's interesting times and all that now i don't know how 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 well the sales are going to do due to like the current climate in the fucking world with the pandemic and you know america itself with uh with what's been going on with the social injustice and everything but with that being said are we please- striking playstation Mm. No, 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 no. <laughs> nah. <laughs> play, play, PlayStation. There was one. Of, there was one of the. They came out and said, "Hey, we, we're gonna postpone our shit." You yeah. Know? They, oh yeah. Yeah. That was kind of dope, actually. I respected that move. Yeah, they postponed. I fuck with that. And man, there was a lot of people that was mad about they, that shit. They were like, "PlayStation lives matter." Black people Dude. ruin everything in the comments. They said yeah. that. They yeah. said, Are you serious? <laughs> "Yo, man, I kid you not." People were pissed off. They were like, "Look, I I need this shit." Like they were like, "Who gives a fuck about da 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 da?" You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. That's wild as hell. Yeah. That's that's wild. <laughs> that's wild as hell. That's crazy. People don't give a fuck. They want to play their games like. Hey man, I don't get it. We we gonna see more. We gonna see more action from them though as time moves out, moves on though. We got anything else to say for the week? You've been highly advised. Yeah. <laughs> um, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I ain't I ain't got much more to say. We talked to everything. Travis pointed Dave Chappelle, cancel shit, the Richard shit. So I think we got we covered everything. Yeah, we got we had a we had a lot to talk about this week and. We're definitely going to come back next week and, you know, get get back to, you know, doing this thing for y'all. We appreciate everybody who's listening. Um, it's not pandering to the people. Nah, um, definitely comment. comment uh, what is it? Shoto Fops? 
on the on the podcast on uh, Instagram, Twitter. If you're listening to yeah. this right now, just let us know that you know you're out there in the world. Yeah. Comment on the. I want you guys to comment on. Tweet just tweet us at what's the Twitter what advised highly one, right? And on Instagram, comment under the picture, the episode picture for episode thirteen. Comment photo, no comment shot. Soto Soto Fop Soto Yeah, that's the episode name right there. Yeah, <laughs> well, I will give you a thousand dollars if you do that. Yeah, Cat. Cat. Buy, he, yeah, 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 no, no, Lyle, you're right. I'm gonna say Nah, Lau's gonna buy you two PlayStation Fives. Yep, on his ugly guy shit. Uh, no, let, no. Let, Yo, what was up with say, that nigga beard too, man? Uh, well, I I don't know what's up with that nigga's beard, but they say niggas fell off so hard he got saved up for the PS Five. That heavy. <laughs> that heavy rolling. I was like, for real, that's crazy. I like <laughs> ugly shit. guy too, man. I fuck with ugly guy. <laughs> I think I think he got I think he's I, I feel like he financially straight. He's still been living he's been living in the same spot since he's been on. I I think I think he was just a product of the of SoundCloud. Yeah, you know, I'm not saying that he couldn't have approved as his rapping skills, but you know, he was I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you'll see like I mean, I put it like this. Only thing I know with uh, ugly guy before we sign out of here, I just know he he decided not to go to college to study bi- biology to pursue rap. So, hey man, shout out to ugly guy. He's out there doing his thing. I hope he gets three PS fives. You know. Yeah, he said he go oh. buy. He said if you could show him where to buy it, he'll buy you. One. Yeah, yeah. Give me give me one too, cause I need that shit. Yeah, just show well, him. Quit your job and work for ugly guy. Oh. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm All sure right. ugly guy paying the same amount. Uh, but... I, I hope so. I hope he pays more. Actually, all right. Uh, um, why well, you got anything to say? Yeah, just as always, everybody stay safe. You know, remember that definitely if you're gonna go out there and protest and and support 100%, do it. But also stay safe because there's still a pandemic going on. So make sure you just be aware of yourself. So nice. keep doing your thing. And hopefully everybody is, you know, tunes in to the next episode and keeps tuning in and keeps giving back feedback and keeps, you know, suggesting things if they feel like they, you know, if this shit they want to suggest doesn't mean we're going to take it. You know, we're just going to be like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's hey, how we are. Well, do you want to go over uh, what we got in the DMs real quick? We did a poll, actually. Um, what's going on, everybody? Like, yeah, we did a poll, actually, and we looked. Uh, on if Freddie Gibbs album was a classic or not and my man's uh, at on the humble on Instagram he told me he thinks it was a banger so I asked I, I got to chat with him and I was like yo so what you think is your top five he he wasn't sure if it was a I, well I don't know where he put it at in his top five but I asked him what, what was the top five so far this year in terms of albums and he said Freddie Gibbs West Side Gun J Electronica and Jay Z Stove God Cooks and Drake. Wow. I was expecting a Rock Marciano affiliated project on there. Yeah, I actually listened to some of it. It's uh it's kinda good, man. It's not so bad. Yeah. Yeah, I keep hearing about it. I'm I'm a probably by the time this come out, I'm gonna be checking it out. I'm gonna be I'm definitely gonna check it out. He told me that and there's another rock, uh Rock Marcy project I need to check out that I got suggested by him. But mm. on a humble shout outs to him because he got some good music taste. He got some real good music taste. I definitely could say that. Yeah. Like we chopped it up talking about the Rock Marciano and then just other rappers and shit. Like, shout outs to him, man. 
Real shit. That's actually a good top five. We're gonna have to actually get into that uh probably maybe next episode or so about just the top five top five records because top five albums because I still gotta listen to Stove God Cooks, but just looking at his top five, there may be a good conversation as well as whether or not like our t- how much of this t- of his, how much of his top five is gonna be in ours because it looks like a lot of his top five may be in mine. So yeah, man, definitely it's gonna be a kind of an interesting thing to see, and you know we'll probably talk about it more when we talk about music next week for sure. But all right, y'all, y'all been highly advised. Um, I don't really have much to say. Stay safe. Boom, 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 bang, bang, all that other good shit. Boom, boom, boom. Wow. <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all take it easy. You've been highly advised.